didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Goodbye. Darth. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Whiskey Geeks. My name's Tim. And I'm Alex, and we are two brothers on a quest to hire better turbo laser gunners for the Devastator. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, yeah, we're like way late in an instant reaction, so we're not going to call it an instant reaction, but uh, such is our brand of it's being on being on time for episode reactions Except the finale, except which, the finale, uh, <laughs> which comes super late. But hey, hey, we're doing it this time, unlike Boba Fett, where we just never did it. Um, so yeah, today we're going to talk about our overall impressions, our thoughts on the last episode of the Obi Wan Kenobi show, um, overall thoughts on the season, uh, and uh, you know, probably some other stuff. But first, Alex, we're a whiskey show. Yes, we you are. Drinking? I am. Uh, yeah, I've got a single cask nation bottle and this Ooh. is the, the whiskey explorers, uh, Mike Brisebois. I've got his nine-year-old blended malt. This is the, um, the Edrigen, Edrington blend. So various nice. products from theirs. Um, this is one of, uh, 654 bottles coming in at a hot 65.4 ABV. And Sweet I got a Jesus. I know. And this is the crazy thing about this one. It drinks both older and smoother than what's on the label. And it is very, very nice. It's in a first fill sherry. And it is right on. very sweet, very smooth, nice and warm, a little spicy on the back end. Uh, but yeah, love, uh, love this bottle. Nice what, uh, what about you? That's... I see a sniffing something. Yeah, I don't have anything nearly as as strong as yours but um i so between you our dad and myself mm -hmm. we all split a bottle of the ben romick sherry peat smoke or peat smoke sherry and here's the thing i don't even i don't have the actual bottle i just have like yeah. a little one mini that... with a with a third of a bottle so i don't i actually don't know much about this because i don't have the bottle all i know is that it's 46 percent, and mm -hmm. it's delicious nice uh i tried it for the first time last night i put it side by side with the ben romick peat smoke from last year or two years ago yes which, which we both enjoy which is an amazing amazing bottle and then this one is the peat smoke but finished in some sort of sherry and uh i gotta tell you it's pretty good nice um so i this should trend of like this trend of like peat bomb whiskeys finishing in sherry that we've gotten recently mm. uh i'm i'm a fan between the there was like the lafroig karchus port oh, and wine cask was, and yeah. then and then this year's karchus was that px finish yep. which was amazing and then recently we're going to get a review on this one up on our youtube i mean this ben romick as well we'll do but the um james Eady colila yeah uh <clears throat> that's like Boy, a colila finished in sherry that thing's rad as hell too so um I've been digging a lot of these get something. Yeah. Kind of sweet. You know, 50, 55 phenols per million, throw it in a sherry cask and see what happens. Uh, I'll tell you what happens. Deliciousness happens. Yeah. So deliciousness. And let's drink it. Yeah. And I you know, know I kind of, I picked this I... one 
Go ahead. I was just going to say, I was going to transition to my t-shirt game. I'm wearing my Darth mm. Vader management uh, consulting t-shirt. Nice. Um, it's a good However, one. I feel like he could have used a slightly better consulting than what the Grand Inquisitor offered him on this episode. <laughs> Maybe slightly more <laughs> yeah. pushback on that decision, but we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. So, uh, episode six, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Overall, let's just do overall impressions. Uh, did you like it? Did you not like it? What did you think of the finale? I liked one third of it. Mm. So I liked the duel. Okay. Um, and we, I mean, there's nitpicks in, in all parts, but I liked that. I was not a fan starting on Tatooine because it wasn't intriguing or suspenseful regardless of the score and how, you know, nice it looked. Um, we know he's fine. So right. I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I felt like that was wasted screen time that I okay. would have rather spent somewhere else. Um, overall, uh, I, I, I keep landing on, I'm glad this exists. There you go. So, I'm happy that this exists. I enjoyed the 42 minutes um, that I spent watching it. And yes, there were moments where I sort of had some really um, internal monologue <laughs> thoughts to myself during this, but um, but I, I still I still enjoyed it. I still like Anakin and Obi-Wan um, Vader relationship there. So it was it was nice getting to explore and spend a bit more time with them. So that's, that's where I'm at. Where are you? I, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I can't make a star Wars. So, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously we're a friggin' reaction podcast and doing this. So yeah, we're going to pick some nits like we always do. And do I have issues with some storytelling stuff and scripting and things that I feel probably could have been handled better? Yeah. But, uh, I've watched this episode three times. It, it was great. I think this was a much better finale than Boba Fett. Yes. It was a... Uh, probably not a better finale. No, not a better finale than Mandalorian season two. No. Because that's when... Oh, Podcat's here. Oh, that's hey. fun. Um, yeah, that was the Luke shows that was up. Luke and... showed up. Yeah, that, that was pretty good guess. Hold on, let me get rid of this. You mute, I'll talk. Um, yeah, it's, I was just saying this to someone else and like, we're not in charge of a $4 billion. And I mean, more than that now, I, I can't even imagine what the Star Wars IP would be worth, but yeah. there's so many moving parts and interconnected story pieces when it comes to TV shows, movies, books, comics, video games, like whatever it is that there's clearly decisions that were made for this six episode Obi-Wan series that we'll never know the reasons for and may not yeah. get paid off for another decade. Mm. Like this is, this Fair. is one of those things where there, there could be a Reva book trilogy that comes out and makes her character amazing. And this planted the seeds and, you know, we're not going to get that till 2028. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'll, we'll just talk. Let's just touch on that right now. Um, 
Reva as a character, I think is great. Yeah. Um, I think Moses did an amazing job yeah. with what she was given. Absolutely. I think she was, I think she acted phenomenally. I think the character is super compelling. I think overall the story arc and concept of Reva as a character, I, I would totally, I would play a Reva video game. Yeah. Or I would read a Reva comic book, which I, I hope I want to know just like this can compelled me to want more of the from order 66 to episode one of the show. I want that story. Yeah. Um, do I think it could have been handled better? Yeah. Do I think they stuck the landing and finished her arc? No, no. <laughs> that was kind of not great, yeah. but overall I thought that she was a, I thought that she was a really cool character. Yeah. I would love to see more. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the whole, <sighs> her coming of coming to the light moment while she's about to strike down Luke. And I mean, it, like we're not the first people to say this cause you know, we're late to the podcast, but very much like um, Luke was about to strike down Ben Solo. Um, like that was obviously a parallel that they, they wanted to have and like not all the other people she's killed or has yeah. helped slaughter or yeah. like this was the moment that she's like, Oh, maybe killing this kid isn't the way to get back at Vader. I, anyways, that didn't really work for me. Um, I guess Luke just completely forgets that this happened. Well, I mean, so yeah, so let, we'll just, let's do this storyline before let's there's before, bef- before we get into picking nets yeah. real quick, because I want to keep this consistent with what we've yeah. done in previous episodes. Uh, what was your favorite part of this episode? Like that you weren't expecting? Was there something shocking and like something cool about this episode? And then we'll go yeah. and um, pick all the nits and then end on a positive, yeah. a compliment sandwich mm-hmm. approach, if you will. Uh, I really liked Obi-Wan talking to Leia at the end, talking about what she got from her yeah. parents. Okay. I mean, I'll give you that. I don't think it was smart for him to travel to Alderaan to meet with the royal family in a ship that just escaped a Star Destroyer. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, but I, I liked that moment between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I Overall, I think that's, like, that's right up there with my favorite things that this episode did was make me care about the Obi-Wan-Leia bond. Because Got that's it. not what I thought we were going to get when episode when we first saw episode one or even yeah. before it launched so i like that um but God, i'm gonna i'm gonna we'll talk yeah. about that later because i got issues with it yeah <laughs> um but yeah, the, the coolest thing was the half hayden christensen half james earl jones vader mm. speaking that was pretty cool so nice yeah and um well, yeah, we'll just, we'll, I'll bring that up because that was one of the things that I really liked too, was the clear, um, so they did a lot of like little nods to other stuff. Yeah. So like you mentioned the Reva over Luke, just like Luke over Ben. Um, and then at, at that one, when he cracks his helmet, it let everybody who watched Rebels yeah. get out a little squeal because it was very similar to the Ahsoka Vader meeting yeah it was because the, the it's basically the exact same it, it's habit. the dicaprio pointing meme when he split his helmet yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah nice um yeah i agree 
Um, I will agree with you that I loved the, I loved the heart and the essence of the Obi-Wan Leia stuff at the end. I, th- I do think it's really cool. I, my issue, I'll bring up my issue later, but I think the part that really kind of made me super excited, what I really wasn't expecting, and this will circle around at the end of the podcast was, uh, I think this may have cracked my top three lightsaber duels of in star Wars. Really? Oh my God. I loved it. Okay. Choreography is great. The scene Kenobi pull a fucking Palpatine and Vader mm-hmm. and like just chucking rocks at him yeah. with the force and just kind of standing there and like just going straight. And he just got busy. He got, he went full earthbender. He got busy yeah. with it. And I was not expecting no to see Obi-Wan go like prime Steph Curry dropping <laughs> fucking 60 on somebody like yeah. just dunking on on vader in his prime yeah like this is prime vader and he got worked smoked worked, smoked and again which i thought was like perfect when you think because the one thing i was wondering like i mean kenobi's got to kind of wash him how is he going to wash him because to make episode four work with the last time i met you were the I was but the student, but now I'm the master, only master of evil, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That whole thing is like, are they going to pay that off? And this pays that off because he just demolished them. Now, we'll get into picking nits with, uh, granted, he has to leave them alive. Mm-hmm. But again, I think there was a, a way that they could have done that better. Than just um, walking away. Than just, cool, see you later. Yeah. Um, but there's like, there's a part in there that I really like as well. Yes. So I want to, I, I want to hit on that last in our nitpicks okay. if we can. Yep. Sure. The why fucking leave him alive. Okay. Thing. Cause that's, I think that's the big one that everyone has major problems yeah. with in this. <laughs> Just like, again, you can do it again. Um, okay. But let's, let's pick some. Nits. So we'll go, let's go back to Riva then. Okay. And let's, we'll do that. Cause I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in that storyline that, yeah. That didn't really work in this episode. Yeah. I knowing that nothing could possibly come of this was my yeah. biggest like that was my biggest it's not like a nit, it's just I just didn't want it. I just yeah. didn't want it at I, all. It, yeah, and this. I think there was just there was some like shots in that too that I thought were just kind of like why are why are you waste not wasting my time? Because again, <laughs> it's Star Wars, I'm not gonna say that. But like why have the shot of Riva carrying an unconscious Luke as like a fake out of, is he dead? Mm-hmm. Cause like no one fucking watching this show thinks he's dead. That's not a, no, there's, Oh, he's just unconscious. So yeah. like, why even bother have that shot? I, I mean, good on you, Owen and Baru, but for real. Yeah. Like Owen sort of is like, we got to go. And she's like, I'm not running. And he's like, okay, cool. You've got a blaster. Yeah. I yeah. This this bitch almost gutted me in the market in front of six hundred people, and she almost lightsabered me. Uh, sorry, sorry, my dear wife. We ain't doing this yeah, shit. She's we got to go. She's gonna break my leg. We yeah. We got to go. <laughs> yeah. We doing. 
Yeah. Um, I so in the moment and I was like, yeah, Baru. Like, oh, like agree. Kick some ass. Like, yeah, this is yeah. this is kind of cool. And that led very quickly because then it cut away. So I had a bit of time to think about it. When we came back, I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, and they're not even like they didn't even really set up an ambush the way you might no. think about doing it is don't be sitting in these small cramped rooms when the forced wielding lightsaber user like shows yeah. up like i don't know maybe set up outside and before she gets yeah. to the house you start shooting blaster bolts at her at uh, anyways yeah also and again i know this is like er yeah this is pre rogue one yeah <laughs> yes um but like it just made me think of rogue one of like okay so gail and ursa and his wife mm-hmm they they knew that their daughter would probably be in danger. So they had a plan. A good plan. They had a good plan. Hey, there's a safe room. Go hide in it. We got someone who can come and pick you up. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Owen, you got Kenobi and there's other people that you know of out there who would come pick it. Like, where's your fucking escape plan of, hey, let's go dig a fucking safety bunker. Like, I understand you're wanting to protect Luke and blah 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 and keep him innocent and so he doesn't know but like motherfucker yeah what are we doing yeah and it's like run just just run, run out into the dune flat. sea flat desert yeah no cover like it's just absurd yeah. so I thought, I thought that was and that but then bad. but then very quickly he's in a like very mountain in the mountains canyon region yeah. like he ran a long way like yeah. so yeah and they did they did a good job with um making it so that technically luke didn't see a lightsaber yeah right yeah because i, I know that was a lot of people's issues immediately it was just like he's blown away in episode four when he learns what a lightsaber is like you think maybe oh yeah i remember when i was nine i got chased a scary but, lady yeah. chased me into the fucking mountains with a laser sword yeah <laughs> Um, but on like rewatches, like he's hiding and climbing away and yeah, she does a thing. She doesn't like, he's unconscious. So I was okay. I was okay with that, but I could just kind of thought that whole, ah, that whole thing was just a little, yeah. I don't know. Didn't, <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work for me. Um, characters worked. I liked the, um, it gave Owen and Baru, like it raised their profile for yep. me and the overall, like, they really care. They are willing to like fight and die for Luke. And so I like the explanation of his limp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's they, they, really they, nice. And cool and job it, of that sort of, it, it makes it why their entire place was like burned out and, and everything in episode four. It's like, well, they would have stayed and fought. Yeah. So like the stormtroopers showed up and they didn't just roll over. So, so yeah. 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 Okay. So so there's some parts that worked with that. Um, Oh boy. So the, so the other, yeah, I think I know where we're going next, but just one more thing with the one more thing with Riva and then we'll put it to bed. Where the fuck is she going to go? Um, like, does she join the path? I 
I, I, and, and would they accept her if she like, if she just shows up uh, because yeah. do you think, I mean, again, this is, we have not seen this character. So blah, blah, blah. Do you think Quinlan Voss would just be like, yeah, come on, babe, let's go. Or I think he's like, broken. listen here. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, Oh, Hey, I, I, this freaking family yeah, got killed yeah. by inquisitors. By, by by inquisitors. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I'm not I just, sure what, what story arc it, she goes on from here. Like, does she and become I, yeah. like a, and maybe we get that. Yeah. Maybe we get that. And I understand you want to leave it for content and for, ip and stuff like that i think you know if you want to leave it open you always want to do just as creators you want to do that but i just think it would have been a lot cleaner if she died which is what i was saying at the end in episode five yeah i thought her face turn was going to be to protect luke from something or yeah. she was going to sacrifice herself and i just think that would have been a cleaner end but it but again, yeah, she could have gotten. I understand. She could have gotten shot by some Tuscan Raiders, and she defended rad. just like, defended Luke, like because he ran out to where they you don't. Know, they sort of are. Anyways, oh, that have been kind of cool. Anyways, yeah, it's Anyways. I. It's not the last um, we've seen of her, and I'm interested no. to see what they'll do with it. But yeah, um, okay. You said, oh boy, is is this? The, the the worst the plan to let the fucking ship get the, away for no reason whatsoever ship, the best she the best rear deflector shields in the history of star wars on this bucket of bolts <laughs> um, piece of shit that's just having no <laughs> problem soup can with those the devastators turbo lasers yeah. um and then yeah just the decision i mean not the decision for Obi-Wan to go in... like that. That makes sense. Like Obi-Wan's no. like, I know him. He'll follow me. Yeah. And, th- and then you guys can, can survive. Leia's what matters. Okay. Sure. And Roken's like, no. Okay, fine. Um, yeah. Like there's no time, least, so but just, we have a bit of time. Just, yeah. Just real quick with this whole bucket of bolts and the deflector shield thing, at least in the last Jedi, they were like, Hey, we're just out of range of their big guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they were able to explain, yeah. well, they're out of range. They're going to run out of gas. So we'll just slowly follow them and just lob hail Mary shots. Yeah. At them and stuff yeah. Like, that. like, give me that at, at least. least not something. just, not just not this. Hey, is that, Hey, I'm Vader's star destroyer. Yeah, is that, I've got the worst fucking aim. Ever. Is that his first day? Like yeah. on like who it's bring your kid to work day. And that's who's shooting. <laughs> Like I, I don't understand. Um, it's a stormtrooper shooting. Well, clearly, they have famously yeah. horrible aim. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. I was like, they're just are they leaning into that on purpose? Right. Of just like we've been following them for an hour and we can't land a shot. <laughs> um, but no, my my old boy for this is this was not a either or proposition when the Grand <laughs> Inquisitors no. like. Hey, we need to stay with them. No, we have to stay with Kenobi. It's like, I don't know. How about you have 75 TIE fighters down below? Send a couple out. Or, 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 or here's the worst one. No, stay with Kenobi. Five minutes later. Okay, I'm going to go get in my ship now. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And go land. You guys just go home. Just stay up in orbit. Or But then it's like stay up in orbit and then let Kenobi get away I, after he I know. Dusts him again. Like I know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, it's just there's a, a lot of a that. Grand Canyon sized mm-hmm. plot hole of like all right, you stay with them. I'll get in my shuttle. I'll go Yeah, down. I'll go deal with Kenobi. You stay with them. I got them. it. <laughs> go smash these idiots. Yeah. Like, so, or... That's a bad if one. If you can't, if you're... Because clearly they didn't... Like, Vader didn't mind destroying all of them when they're being shot at. Because otherwise right. they wouldn't be shooting at them. Yeah. So, all of a sudden when Kenobi peels off... Okay, yeah, I'll get in my ship. I'm going to go that way. Stay on them and blow them all up. Yeah. Um, and so that was my yeah, just yeah, pretty bad. There's a lot of things. There was that was a a leap of faith that was just a bit too far just knowing like there's so many other options of how they could have done this, but this is why the empire sucks. And this is why yeah. like it's shocking that they got to power and maintain it for so long with how apparently brutal their security systems are on secret bases and how bad their aim is. And like, they desperately need Thrawn to show up and like whip some people into shape when it comes to space battle tactics, which he does. Yes. Which God bless rebels. Um, Speaking of like the empire sucking and stuff, here's another one, like on the heels of this, Mm -hmm. which just drove me a little bit crazy. Um, even if Reva was doing her kidnap mission on the DL, yeah, the fifth brother and the fourth sister or second sister, whoever the yeah. other one was, they knew what she was doing, right? So like, I mean, they were at the base when she kidnapped Leia. They, they were yes. aware that she was doing something, mm-hmm. right? How can, how does nothing, no one in this chain of command relay the information up to the top of, well, remember that inquisitor that we killed because she then blah, blah, blah. But like she kidnapped this girl because her parents have a connection to Kenobi. They just live on Alderaan. How was the empire not just showing up to Alderaan and torturing? Yeah. Just, oh, (laughs) Torturing Organa, where's Kenobi? Which, by the way, that guy would fold in half a second. I mean, talk about horrible operational security. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for that whole planet getting dusted in 12 years, <laughs> but it's just like that. It's just so strange to me of, and I, and I think that's, to me, that's like kind of a problem Mm-hmm. grand scheme of things with doing this as the story yeah. and bringing Leia into things of just like, why, why did the empire just show up Yeah, to Alderaan? Yeah. Cause it's not like they're trying to act under the veil of this, like <laughs> galactic good, good government Senate or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's just a, a weird aside. Yeah. <laughs> like that just seems strange as shit. And you're right, like, because when, and I think you mentioned this in one of the earlier episodes, when Leia gets taken aboard in episode four, and she goes, Darth Vader, only you would be so bold. And, like, it seems like they've got a past, and that there's been some interactions there. So, like, maybe 
maybe they do. Maybe they do show up. Point. Yeah, that's true. And that's true. You know, Bale is like, you, you know, how dare you? Like she was kidnapped yeah. by, you know, like whatever. And and I don't know who by the, flea. I don't know who this Obi Wan <laughs> person is. There was some guy named Ben. Uh, <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right. That's that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'll I'll let that go. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and we're we're meant to believe that Roken is now sort of the leader of the path. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And I think he's showing up in um, Andor. Andor. Yeah. I think we'll get him. Andor is too close like 15... to Andor. I know, right? I, yeah. Every time I say it, I was like, it should have been Ewoks. It should have been called Cassian. I, yeah. Right. It, or I don't know. Yeah. It's some, something. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways that's fine. Um, so I'm still stoked. I'm stoked for that. that but I, I think, figured. I think he's going to show up in that. And I think, I think this, I think this is the, I think Andor is going to have a lot more of the path. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff. And this was just kind of a little breadcrummy amuse bouche to yeah. get us understanding that language. And I think, yeah, that's like an espionage spy thriller, but I think, yes, yeah, uh, I think smuggling of Jedi, Jedi some smuggling of Jedi and yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Please give us. Oh, I know. Um, all right. Before we hit the big one. Yep. Um, here are my, my issue with the Leia Ben story yep. and their connection. And again, this is just me being a friggin' nerd for no reason and just really picking nits. She has zero emotion when he dies in episode four. Yep, you're right. Just she shows nothing. She just like throws she a, shows a little bit when, a when he's like. On Luke. When like Ben Kenobi's here, she's like, oh my God, Ben Kenobi, that I'm on board with. Cool. You have a past. She sees him die. Yep. Just says Luke, get on the ship. Yep. Cause, cause I mean, I don't know who that is. And then when he, and then Luke's all upset and is like, I wish Ben were here. And she just kind of goes, yeah, yeah. Doesn't even say me too. And again, I know you can't retcon everything from 45 fucking years ago. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it. But that to me is just. It's kind of rough. Yeah. With like leaning so heavily on them spending so much time together and being so close and connected. Like, and I'm, I'm cool with the coded message because, Hey, my dad sucked at espionage. I'll be a little bit better. And, and, and Obi-Wan did say like, let's play dumb. Like we need to be careful. Um, Exactly. Sure. And I'm, so I'm all on board with that. It's just, it's just how close they were with her showing nothing when he dies. And again, yeah, I know that that's a dumb complaint, so we can move on. This episode is brought to you by the Murdoch Podcast Network. That's right. We have a little podcast network going and it's growing. You should probably go and check out some of the other shows that we have on the little network, like Orbax and Pepper do a podcast or Orbax and Pepper do science or Influential Barbecue or the Just Haunted House Things podcast. There's lots of cool stuff that we've got going. If you go and you check the description of this podcast, you're going to find links to check out all of those shows. Moving on. Moving on. Now the moving on to the cool part. Yeah, I mean the coolest part of the show. The duel's amazing. The fight's awesome. The but the elephant in the room. (laughs) 
once again, Kenobi walks away. Kenobi walks away. So if he, he's come to terms with the fact that Anakin is truly gone, which is a nice nod to the episode six line of then my father is truly dead that Luke says to Darth Vader. So we get a lot of that. And that's where I think the, like this episode six of Obi-Wan is a good reflection of episode six return of the Jedi. It's, the back and forth and the dialogue here. And then also the duality with the lightsaber, the blue and the red is very similar to what was happening with Luke when he was hiding under the stairs. So there, so those parallels are, are here. Um, but Obi-Wan coming to terms with the fact that Anakin is truly dead. Darth Vader um says you're i'm not your greatest failure i you didn't kill him i did you one would think that that would give obi-wan carte blanche to now kill vader just straight up 007 time yeah buddy license to kill yeah right fire will cut his fucking head off yeah i mean obviously we know it can't happen but yeah. I would have liked some, I would have liked it to be, to have some other reason. Like Roken comes back with the ship. Like okay. the hype, so I got, like yeah. something. So I got, I got, I got two possibilities on how this could have worked okay. better. I'll do the, the one possibility that I think could have worked really well. And I know, I think I heard this on a podcast, but he leaves, I mean, in the episode, he leaves, and then he senses Luke is in trouble. Right. And then speeds off. Right. Why not have him sense Luke is in trouble as he is about to strike down Vader? Yeah. There is your impetus to having to leave him alive. Yeah. And he goes... It's such an such an easy fix. Yeah. Yep. Right? Boom. There it is. I, I can't do this because that is more important. Yeah. I got to go right now. The other one that I think is... It's deeper, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give props to my wife on this one Ooh. because her and I were talking about this, and she brought this up. She thought Vader saying, "I'm not your failure. You didn't kill Anakin. I did." She thinks that that's actually the goodness of Anakin absolving Obi Wan of his guilt, and this actually, and it actually is Anakin. And he sees how emotionally pained his master and friend is. And so he's saying that out of compassion. Because he does. To absolve him of, of the guilt that he feels. Because he does refer to him does as master. Have, right, right as he says because it, he, right? Because he does still. Because Anakin is still alive, as we yeah. know. And, and then she, and her thought is, Obi-Wan A accepts that but then also realizes that's what he's doing. And so realizes shit. He's still in there. I can't, there is still good in him. I can't, Yeah. I just can't do it because it actually still is Anakin regardless of what he's saying. Yeah. And I can't kill my brother, which I love that. Love that. I love it. Let's get the, I, let's I get love, the novelization out and let's get that in the description. Get that inner monologue. Just, yeah. Yeah. Right. Love that. I, and I, I love the, I love thinking, and again, 
Vader's a monster. Mm. Like it's no, really hard. No way around it. <laughs> There's no way around it. It's really hard to feel bad for him. But I really like the I just I like that thought that yes, there is still good in him. And that little glimmer of him sees his his mentor, his brother, his father figure yeah. is really struggling and really hurt and okay, I can remove that pain from you. Um, so I really like that. I like, yeah, it doesn't really work in watching a television show. No. (laughs) And like a watch through to see that. Um, and I do think that first one of like, Hey, I just can't kill you because I got to go save Luke. I just think that's such, would have been such a a no brainer. I was, I was expecting Uh, something like in uh, the force awakens, like a environmental reason, like the ground opens up or like, I don't know. Obi-Wan gets struck by lightning and gets sent flying and can't find, I I don't know, something, something, but something other than, well, I guess my friend's truly dead. Yeah. Peace. Calls him Darth, walks away. (laughs) Now, everything leading up to that point, um, it's amazing. It was great. Again, the, the choreography of the fight was really great. It was shot really well. Um, it was and people have problems with Vader walking away thinking that he's dead when he threw all the rocks on him too, but it's kind of like, eh, whatever. So we mentioned this before, and I know Vader tracked Obi-Wan before, but is it more of a Jedi can sense force users better than Sith can? Like, is there mm, something about the living be. force that maybe the Sith just aren't in tune with? So they're not feeling like, and that's why the Inquisitors like didn't know Leia was force sensitive, or you know, just generally Could suck at their feel Obi Wan. Yeah, like a whole bunch of things. Walk by with the trench coat. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I'm wondering if that's like, is that a thing in Star Wars lore? Where, and that's why Vader might have thought, like, I've just buried him under a, you know, tons and tons of rocks. Um, or maybe you know, Jedi since. Obi-Wan was cut off from the force for so long. Like, you know, he's like, yeah. can mask himself, like mask his force presence. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's a thing that exists in wider star Wars lore, but um, yeah, that, that was, that was rough. So it's like two episodes in a row where he can't tell like, Oh, he's not on that ship. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then again, and Bruh. then again here, I mean, it was great visually when he like explodes all the rocks up and, and it was oh, a nice little moment where awesome. he finds the strength to do it by like Lola pops up and he has all these nice positive uh, attachment memories. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. But you know, it's a little rough, nice, like nice memories yeah. of, of Luke and Leia and, you know, pushes yeah. them all off and then just hands Vader his ass <laughs> after that. So, and- absolute like a vader versus reva clinic Mm. yeah like i saw oh just an absolute dunk yeah someone is an article i wrote it was like he was a a matador and was just you know twirling around vader slicing up his cloak bashing his yeah bashing the computer with the breather on the on the chest plate and just yeah but the one, like yeah. the one scene where he's just like standing with his arms out and just all the boulders oh my just God. fly. I was like, man, that's friggin' awesome. 
it's straight Palpatine, right? From episode three. Yeah. Uh against Yoda yeah. when he's just like launching those uh giant discus yeah. <laughs> hover cars. Adam. Um but it's also it also just reminded me of Empire. Mm-hmm. When Vader was just Doing like, I don't even need to sword. F- yeah. I don't even need to sword fight this kid. Check this shit yeah. out. Here's a toaster. Yeah. Clang. Yeah. Here, have a microwave. <laughs> Clong. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, yeah. All right. But it was but bad. Yeah, it, it was cool. I think, I think we picked, I think we picked all the nits. Yeah. The, when he slices his helmet, I mean, anyone who's watched rebels, like it's very Ahsoka Vader and loved, so good. loved that. Um, like I got, I got super excited when he like smacked him in the chest with the hilt of the lightsaber. And then like the wheeze, the wheezing thing started to come. That sound effect came in. I was like, Oh shit, they're going for it. So that was all great. Um, And then you got to see the eye and you got to see a bit of like a bit of Hayden under there. And that was, that was all really, really cool. Their back and forth was great. So yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was all great. Oh, right. Until he turned around and walked away. (laughs) But, yeah, but again, um, there's only so much you can do when you're telling these in-between stories where we know how this ends. So Exactly. Yeah. Um, so quickly, let's go next to, I mean, we've, we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but that like Reddit theory of they mirror the episodes of the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of Jedi yeah. in this. Like you, you mentioned some of it with like the duel, but the big one that for me was there's a lightsaber duel while another fight is going on, like just the multiple action yep. scenes going on at once. And it just cuts back yep. to all of them. Um, and then another big one, which is a part that we haven't talked about yet. So we'll just do that. Right. I mean, are there any other, anything else kind of jump at no, you? Go, yeah, I kind of no, think you, those are the two, the main ones. Uh, it ends with a force ghost showing yeah. up. Yeah, it ends with a nice <laughs> and a nice. There we go. We, we get, finally got Qui Gon. We got him a lot Liam less. Neeson. Then you, Liam Neeson, you liar. Getting them checks. <laughs> you, you lied to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just getting them checks with a bad wig. Yeah. Far, far less um, Liam Neeson than I would have liked. Um, but I mean, this this leads into: Do we get a season two? Of course we do. Do you? I don't want. Do you want a season not, two? Not overly. Unless, yeah. unless it is just has nothing to do with the kids. Like if it's, if it's Obi-Wan going on missions, helping the path yeah. and chilling with Qui-Gon. Yeah. And then like every now and then you just get like a, what's going on over there? Okay. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I can send him another toy. Like him and Owen. He's at Tashi station. Like him right. and Owen. Like, you know, it's like a, a quick text message. Like everything's yeah. good. Cool. Bumps into Luke at the fucking farm at the Jawas market, yeah. you know? So, but yeah, hey, just, what's up kid? That kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think people like, I don't know. Some people had an issue with the whole Qui-Gon thing. I, I, I heard some people saying like, ah, we didn't even need it. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, get over yourselves. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I, we all thought you don't spend that long talking of like every episode. He was like talking to, you know, like master, I need help or, and I think it, it, I think it made sense too, because Qui-Gon even says like, yeah, I was always there. You just weren't ready. Yeah. And it like totally makes sense with like how all of a sudden Kenobi's super powerful with the force because of yeah. all the connections and the protection and stuff. And then he's, he's back, back into his, he's back and he's connected and yeah. Oh, that's when he shows yeah. up. No, yeah. That, that worked fine so. for me. Um, and, and again, 
I loved when he said hello there to Luke. Like he got to meet Luke. Oh, that was great. I thought that was great. Like that was, you know, that was wonderful. They held off for, they held off for six episodes. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. And it's the perfect time to, to break that out. Yeah. The perfect time. So, yeah, man, I thought it was great. Um, so yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't, I think the other thing that we could get with a season two is like, mm, some Yoda would be nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe, right? maybe Yoda could, uh, Yoda could reach out through the force and get him to go on a mission. Get him helping with the path too, yeah. or something like, I think at the end of episode three, he does tell Obi-Wan like to the Dagobah system. Yeah to seclude myself and stuff like that. But like Obi-Wan go off fucking planet, go hang yeah, out, go, go to Dagobah, go, go have tea, go down into the cave, learn some new things. Yeah. I'd love to go back to Dagobah. Yeah. That's a cool ass place. Can't be all just that swamp. Nah, man. Yeah. Cool. So, so yeah, well, I don't, I don't um, feel like I, I need a second season. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm sure we'll get one. Just with the amount of people Their that numbers were so yeah, crazy. like the amount of people that watched and then all the content that that spins out, like as long as you and McGregor is willing to come back for six more episodes, we will get six more episodes at some point. I also think the ball's really in his court to just be like $400 million and I'll do <laughs> yeah. it. And I'm pretty sure they would be like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'll, sounds yeah. good. I'll take forty million and five points off the, yeah. off the views or whatever. Because like all the fandom was talking about the show. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I I still haven't watched any of Miss Marvel. No. And like that came out right at the week after yeah, or right after. Or during when that show was still going on. Mm. I think it I think it came out. I think the first episode dropped yeah. like at the same week as episode five. Yeah. And it's like, no one was watching that. No. Like, and I mean, that could just be people are, I'm fuck. I haven't watched it yet, but stranger things. I haven't watched stranger things. I still haven't watched Dr. Strange, (laughs) which is now that up. I I I was going to say that that. you need to watch. That was, that was really cool. I I still haven't, still haven't watched the Batman. Yeah. Like I'm way behind. I've got two young kids. It happens two kids around two under yeah, two come on. It's a little yeah. crazy um okay so we we'll wrap this up um and then you know what i think for the podcast i think we should kind of get back to whiskey talk i think we should <laughs> we'll start doing more reviews yeah, again let's, and uh let's, let's shift maybe There's... get back to what we originally did and get some pairings yeah. going again but talk, uh, uh what so yeah like quickly comics what are you reading right now Oh my god! I just finished the last Ronin, Ooh. that Ninja Turtles book. Oh my god, yeah, man! I'm going and buying the hardcover. So good. Like it's yeah, it's so good. Awesome. Mul- multiple it was so re-reads. fun. Yeah, it was so fun. I mean, it's sad and depressing, and like watching my childhood heroes die one by one. Yeah, that- like going back and watching how they died was kind of rough, but at the same time, like it was such a good story. What a cool story. Um, so yeah, so I just finished, I just finished the last issue of that today. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm doing a, 
I've got to finish um, Gideon Falls, okay. Volume One, because Volume Two they're starting up again in the fall. Oh, okay, I'm gonna need to grab um, that from you. I picked up and I haven't finished it yet. Like I mean, one comic of the year from us, and I absolutely loved it. But I still I have not read the last volume of Die, so I haven't read the end of Die yet. But I've got it now, okay. finally. So that's sitting on my shelf. So that's probably going to be the next yeah, so good. thing. Uh, and I picked up the most recent trade of Once in Future oh, nice. as well. Volume four. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm also gonna probably going to be going and picking up the deluxe hardcovers of Die and Gideon Falls and Wicked in the Divine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm probably just going to see if I can sell my trade paperbacks. If anyone listening, if you want some of my graphic novels, I literally read them once and then put them on my yeah. shelf. But I've got... Yeah, I want the nice... The majority... The nice copy of... <laughs> the hardcover of Die is is going to need to happen. Yeah, well, especially with Stephanie Hans mm. coming to Fan Expo. Yeah. Probably going to get a little autograph-y, signy signy yeah. on that. Um. But man, that book slaps. Uh, what about? I was trying to think. Is there anything else? Yeah. I've been. It's pretty much. I mean, it. other than some of just the like regular, like monthlies that I'm reading, I'm. I've been crushing my way through the giant first compendium of Invincible. Oh, and nice! Man, is it ever good? That's a fuck. Oh. God, it's like I. I never like I watched the show. I'd never read any of the comics, and same. It's. Uh, it's just so good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying that. Um, so yeah, that one. Um, it's like making my way through, slowly making my way through Sandman. Um, like all. I, oh yeah, you gave me that. I've got to do that because that show's coming out. Soon. Yeah. So yeah. so I mean, and it's it's awesome. So a bit of that. Yeah. And yeah, Invincible's the Walking Dead guy, Kirkham, right? Yep. Who wrote it? Yeah. Why can't I remember his name? Well, and right? Otley. I know yeah. Ryan Otley was the artist on it. Good Lord. Who wrote oh, it's... Invincible? What the hell is his name? Robert Kirkman. Yep. Thank you. I was. I always get Tyler. Tyler Kirkham. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I read that. <laughs> That's uh, oh, final his boss? book. The f- final boss. Yeah. Read um, that too. Yeah, because I... I supported his Kickstarter Indiegogo or whatever it was for, for his book. Uh, and then we got five, I got five copies of it. Yeah. Thank you for that, um, by the way. Cause man, man it's no problem. Gorgeous. We're going to, we are going to do a giveaway on our Instagram. So go follow us at the whiskey geeks. We're going to do, uh, cause we're over 500 followers now. Yeah, we are. <clears throat> so we're going to, um, do some giveaways. Uh, and I've got a couple of extra copies of this final boss book um, to give away. Uh, basically, the story on that one it's like it's like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat in comic book form. It's so cool. It's basically like if Street Fighter, if Guile from the Street Fighter mixed with Scorpion, mixed with GI Joe, went in the UFC against monsters. Yeah, it's and so this is only issue one and. I've been looking around to try and figure out when more is going to come. Cause I dig the story. 
it was a he did the Indiegogo, and I think it went a little bit crazier than uh, anticipated. Okay. And there, because of COVID, yeah. and there was a crazy supply chain issue, so it took it took a lot longer to fulfill those orders than anticipated. Oh, okay. So my guess is a lot of his time. He also recently started an artist elite comics, like their own, oh, okay. his own publishing company with a bunch of other people. But I know it's in the, I know it's in the plans. Right. Well, that's good. I should shoot him a message. Just, Hey man, we'll just, just ask. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I've oddly enough have his phone number. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> It was back and back from my booking yeah. agent days. I was angling to uh, rep a bunch of artists for appearances at cons, yeah. and uh, him and I chatted a bunch. And yeah, yeah. anyway, and then I got out of that business. Um, but anyways, yeah. no. So uh, yeah, man. One. No, that book was rad. Um, last last thing I want to do yeah. because I mentioned it. Where does this duel slot in in your power rankings of lightsaber duels? Um, so I'm torn. I'm torn with my placement. So, so I'll just give you mine because I was the one who th- yeah. I thought about this, and I've kind of been thinking about it more. Duel of the Fates is still number yes. one. Lem Maul versus Qui Gon and Obi Wan. You just can't beat yep. it. It Mustafar almost pains. It almost pains me to say that Mustafar is number two. Uh, just because it, I, but it is fucking hate that movie. Yeah, but but, but that's awesome. But that it's part just of it's so amazing. Good. Yeah, it's just so good. And I think, depending on the day and my mood, this one could slot in at number three. Really, I th- and, and I'm kind of like, it's between this one. Now we're we're just talking live action, right? Like we're not counting yes. Clone Wars, Rebels, right? No. Okay. No, no, because if I'm doing that, um, Twilight of the Apprentice uh-huh. is number three without even questioning. Where does the, Savage oppress Darth Maul against Palpy rank? Oh shit! Because that one right, see i gotta dive deep i gotta i gotta i gotta think about yeah. this one a little bit more let's, so just live action <laughs> Ooh, let's just say live action so just live action yeah so just live action i've got like those <clears throat> those first two yeah and then i think depending on the day i could either go this one luke vader in jedi really like that one yeah and throne room even though it's not a duel I count it. I really like Throne the, Room and Last Jedi. The Ben and Ray versus those Royal Guards that yeah. slapped real hard. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, so I think it's like that's sort of like your top five. Either of those, some type of order. those are my top five. Yeah, the one and two are set, and I kind of think depending on the day or what I've watched most recently. <laughs> that order is interchangeable, but this is easily top five potentially could jump. Yeah. Those two. Okay. And cement itself as number three. I need to, will you, I'll need to go back and watch it a few more times. Cause I, I felt like this was more of a like force clinic than a 
like really good lightsaber fight. Like I like the force elements better than I liked the actual lightsabering. Um, right. So, but I mean, as a as an overall duel, like I th- I think yeah, like knocking on the door for top five. Um, just like from the aesthetic and and what it meant and like the just the history between the two characters and like and that's really yeah. why right like it's it's Anakin and Obi Wan um, so yeah. yeah loved loved it and and happy happy the show exists happy that we got to spend you know close to I don't know, whatever four hours of of TV that we got out of this. Um, yeah, there were some things I'm excited to, I'm excited to do a rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I want to like sit down and like binge just cause it wouldn't, t- I don't think it would take too long. Just binge through it, um, and see what else we pull no. out. But yeah, it was lots of fun. I'm excited to do a, I'm excited to rewatch a Boba Fett as well. Yeah. I think that needs think, to happen. I think without, I think without like the hype and the anticipation and the, you know, this better kick a lot of ass. I kind of think you like knowing where it's going yeah, and kind of understanding the limitations of it. I think it would be a lot more. I think it's going to be a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Especially on a binge, especially if you do it over a weekend and you don't get that, like, yeah, you're not sitting for a week. I I don't know what episode. Yeah. That like, there's a couple of those episodes that were just a little bit slow and nothing really happened. And three, and then you just had to like three, yeah, three and then you had to wait another Mando showed up. Yeah. But I, th- I do think a, a rewatch on Boba Fett would be pretty, pretty tight. All right. Well, we've done longer than the episode yeah. by about 15 yeah, minutes. So let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks folks for listening to our fun little show, the whiskey geeks, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Cause going forward, I think the next little bit is going to be a lot of whiskey chat. Uh, yeah, I think whiskey that's... and comic book review. I think it's going to be review time because I don't know about you, but I have amassed a war chest of whiskey that <clears throat> we have not reviewed. Yes. Yeah, we need to we need to start doing that because I got some I got some bottles that I desperately want to pop and I haven't been because I've been waiting to review. Yeah. them. So I mean, uh, teaser folks, I think. Over the last week, we each just received, well, I don't know if you've gotten your Rogers yet, but I just recently received five. Oh boy. Yeah. Like a, a Rogers Ben Nevis, a Rogers Campbelltown blend, and then our good friends at the Malt of the Earth, the Mo Whiskey Society. Yep. You just got yours just tonight as before we started recording, but we got some single cask Boonahob in Highland Park. Sorry. Uh, random orkney distillery distillery thank you very Uh, much (laughs) and a daluane which is a distillery i've never heard of yeah i'm very excited to jump into all three and yeah thanks thanks to matt for uh driving all the way down and hand delivering my models yeah oh there you go um yeah i got i got them dropped off at my door as well um by sugar I'm going to say it's Dylan. Could be. Uh-oh, this is embarrassing. Oh, no. I know, right? So embarrassing. But no, Matt, uh, Matt was nice enough to come down and drop them off. and we Daryl. Daryl. We, uh, we, Daryl from most. Sorry, yes. Daryl. We enjoyed a dram on the front yep. porch and talked about the supply chain problems when you're trying to uh, do some single cask stuff during a pandemic. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. We'll get into it more when we talk about them. But yeah, these were ordered 18 months ago and just showed up this week. Um, <clears throat> worth the wait. I'll, oh, I... I'll tell you, I cracked one of them. Yeah. And uh, it was really, really I, good. Yeah. You are going to really like that, that one not highland park orkney distillery yeah the non-highland park orkney distillery there's a lot of distilleries in orkney um yes yeah. a lot of people don't know this um. <laughs> yeah um it's really good cool well we'll we'll be back so make sure you are subscribed to the youtube channel make sure you are dropping some reviews um hey actually we'll if we get more questions maybe we'll do a mailbag yeah mailbag episode so send us questions uh the whiskey geeks at gmail.com or just on instagram at the whiskey geeks whiskey's got an e uh, right because that's what was available exactly (laughs) that's that's what was available um cool buddy well hey this is a a fun little six six episode pod that we were doing i like doing this stuff we'll have to do more uh if i ever find time to watch stuff maybe we'll do a super late doctor strange review or a, a batman review two years after it was yeah there released. you go that'd be great <laughs> yeah um cool well hey for the whiskey geeks my name's tim and i'm alex and remember scotch and stories they were made for each other cheers bud cheers pal do you like haunted attractions and halloween things do you like behind the scenes stories Do you like listening to two girls go off on random meandering tangents? Well, we've got the podcast for you. I'm Courtney. And I'm Brianne. And you can hear all those things on the Just Just Haunted House House Things podcast. podcast.